0: um i'm i'm very excited to have you on the podcast because um i'm a young architect i'm 28 almost 29 and uh i finished my studies a couple of years ago and um i've been very much inspired by by your work of, of the office effect and i think it it's when i was a student i always want to have this kind of conversation with uh, people like you uh, which are less formal as the usual you can get online to understand not only what you do but uh, but what kind of, of person is behind this office because also i think effect is an office that it's more like a brand um, in a sense more a team you don't generally you don't know who's the person on 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 the beginning so i'm curious how how this whole office started
1: Ah, well, um, first of all, I uh, just uh, thanks for uh, for kind of the, the topic and the interest of going behind a company. And I think not least in the business of architecture, it's something that is sometimes lagging because architect students and other architects uh, have a tendency to look at the end result of what... Brilliant companies does around the world, and uh, it's sometimes more interesting to get kind of behind uh, the scenes and understand what are the processes that lead to the projects and uh, and the results. And I think as as a student, this was almost always the more interesting lectures and stories when you kind of learned more about. a company or they worked their mythology or the culture of a company so i'm i'm super happy to share that in, in regards to uh, what we do in my company effect um, the company was started uh, in several steps uh, the first kind of startup was a think tank uh, that started in 2003 between three good friends Myself and the other founding partner, Tour Hesselberg-Fode, and actually the third founding partner who was a philosopher. Well, still in education at this point, but we were three students, two architectural students and a philosopher. And we started working on competitions, so studying in in the daytime and then doing uh, competitions at night at night. Quite fast, we actually we were quite successful getting uh, prizes in in competition. So then we kept on doing it, and at some point we got a first prize in a big urban planning competition in uh, in my hometown. Actually, big project that is still under development. Uh, it was a uh, 300 hectare urban development, um, and at that point we the the, the award money was so much that we needed some kind of uh, setup to put those money in. And so we founded a company. So it was never intended as a kind of career. It was a think tank that ended up earning money. So we put it into a a formal company. And then we kept on having this uh, as a think tank for a period of time in 2007 it was uh, established as a kind of commercial entity with the ambition to to make it
0: yeah i um, i inform myself a little bit about the company and about uh, you because nowadays online you can find a lot of you know you you have uh, Held a TED talk, um, different lectures around the the world that are recorded and are uh, on YouTube. So I think the, the the work of Effect is very interesting because also I noticed on the on the um, on the website it doesn't say um, architectural office. It's more like a, a design, a conceptual office. Um, and um, I I I've heard in your lectures many times saying this sort of motto or mantra you have in the office which is eco before ego Um, and i'm curious uh, when did you formulate this uh, sentence this motto and i think it's completely perfect for today for the last few years for sure
1: yeah, to be quite frank, this is uh, not something we invented ourselves. This is uh, something we found in the process of doing research on uh, on different uh, projects. But uh, to us, the ego to uh, eco mantra is basically the transition from being a kind of uh, human-centered design company. I think like usually being human-centered is viewed upon as something really good, and it is because you... It's an approach that that tries to understand humans uh, when you do design, but at the same time, it has the kind of backside that if you are too human centered you might not see how humans are part of a bigger ecosystem, which is the biosphere, which we all depend upon every day when we every minute when we breathe every day when we eat food that is at the end of the day, energy that is captured by the sun through photosynthesis that we still live from and depend upon. We are like so embedded in these ecosystems that we sometimes forget about it. And what we're trying in our company is to go beyond the human-centered and being more ecosystem-centered and try to understand how architecture and how urbanism is the way that we actually design the relation we have to our environment not only the close environment but also the ecosystems and the, at the end of the day the, the biosphere that we are part of like
0: hey there thank you for listening to this podcast you've been awesome and i wanted to remind you that if you have any questions or you want to connect with us you can do that on our social media channels which are instagram at DCI podcast and linkedin the creative insider page also if you want to stay up to date with the newest um, information about the podcast and all the best from every month just connect with us on our email list on our newsletter on the creativeinsider.com thank you very much one more time and i hope you have enjoyed the podcast have a good rest of the week